Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hola, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Hola, Ben. We have a very special episode for you all today, writing for Late Night. Have you ever tried it? Did you ever want to do it? Well, our next guest, (laughs) a.k.a. only guest, Nick Vatterot, is with us to talk about writing political humor for Bill Maher. So thank you so much for being on the show, Nick. I'm so excited to be here, finally. Hell yeah, in the studio, too. This studio is, this this is more of a complex, I would say. At this point, it is. It's a compound, folks. A Recording recording from an undisclosed location, 1776 Simpson Avenue, California. (laughs) That's right. Absolutely. In a bunker. You can only, you have to take five elevators to get here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is the fifth chamber of truth. So many sub-basements. Nick Vatterot's yeah. one of the most fantastic stand-up comedians you'll ever see. If you have a chance to see him live, do it. He also has a comedy special, Disingenuous. Check that out, and you'll laugh and laugh. The first time I ever saw Nick Vatterot perform, he was doing a bit that then you would later do on Jimmy Fallon's show, I believe. <laughs> oh. The Tonight Show, which airs mostly in the evening. Uh-huh. It was one of the funniest bits of all time. It involved Nick uh, doing some goofy mannerisms, and it looks as if everything's about to fall apart, but it turns out it was scripted that way. Unfortunately, the world is falling apart around us, but I don't know if it was supposed to be this way, or if this is the way that God had it written down the entire time. Oh, so God was doing Nick Vatterot's bit. It's possible. (laughs) That's a Vatterot. Anytime I see something weird in the news, I'm like, that's a Vatterot. I also saw Nick when you were preparing for that Jimmy Fallon set. Uh, I think you had just moved from Chicago to New York. Mm -hmm. And so that's your journey from late night to late night. Absolutely. Oh, yes, this is true. That's, yeah, full full circle. Full circle. Don't count the 11 years before the late night set. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, When I just uh, bothered people while they tried to eat in uh, the back of restaurants all over Chicago. That's called doing stand-up comedy in New York City. It's called (laughs) ambushing people with jokes. Yes, or (laughs) anywhere. Anywhere you do it. Right, yeah. Bill Maher. Bill Maher, that's right. Now, a lot of people hear Bill Maher and they say, okay, boomer. (laughs) <laughs> and they say, we don't like Bill. We're done with Bill, right? Well, What's it like working and writing for a show that oftentimes hits on the third rail of American politics, and then some people say, I don't like it, and then some people say, I do love it. What's it like writing for somebody else, and then when they regurgitate your words, 
Do you do you want it to be like you did it wrong, Bill, or is it awesome? And he hates when I say that. Yes. He hates when I barge in and go, yeah. hey, not how I would have done it. Right. Well, it's it just... isn't how you would have done it in many ways. Yeah. Well, in many ways, none of this is how I would have done it. As you you know, kind of go to the Jimmy Fallon thing. If you guys uh, watch the Jimmy Fallon thing or disingenuous, you're going to sit there and go, oh, this guy wrote right political comedy, right? Because that was never my thing. I was not what I talked about on stage. That's just not what I did. It's because uh, you're not an insufferable prick. <laughs> right. Congratulations. <laughs> what changed? <laughs> America changed. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. But seriously, man. But kind of. America has beyond changed. I mean, yeah. we've been talking about it a long time on Top Hat. Obviously, he's trying to make jokes, but then there are things that are just so freaking serious. It's difficult to, you know, I mean, we can find the humor in anything, but you want to make sure you're punching up and not punching down. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, when I was in Chicago, there was not a lot of, or I don't think anybody was doing political comedy. Every once in a while, you'd have like a guy coming through town that would, you know, stop by and do a show, and he'd be like, "So George Bush," and we'd all be like, "What is he talking we know. about?" Yeah. There was a dude in Chicago. His, his first name was Dave. I won't say his strange last name. Uh, he was a political comedian, but then uh, he mostly got famous for jumping out of the bushes and scaring people naked. <laughs> oh, fun! It was so, a bit, right? No, no, a he's, a, he's a felon. Oh, okay. <laughs> different kind of bit. Different kind of comedy. That's committing yeah, that's to not the my, bit. Uh, um, and he went to jail. He served all his time. What a commitment to the bit. <laughs> what a commitment to the bit. Unbelievable. Yeah. Speaking of commitment to the bit, though, Bill has been committed to his bit for a long time. How is yeah. that retrofitting your sense of humor to fit his? Because, again, it's a little older. Maybe not the same political affiliations on all fronts, mm, but it's got to be kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, he was like one of the original guys. I think also like when you when people would like, you, you know, you had your George Carlin, Lenny Bruce, um, of Bill Hicks of sorts. But, you know, there's right. a lot of like that, like kind of that political comedian uh, persona. I think a lot of that is it, Bill makes up a large part of that, you know, comedian that people like mm -hmm. talk about. And, you know, I will I want to say that f as much as I hate Facebook, mm -hmm. um, you know, like I think that like I still had political opinions when Michael Brown when all that stuff kind of happened of course in New York City with the uh, ooh, Michael Brown no, that's that Ferguson. St. Louis, Ferguson, St. St. Louis your, your hometown yeah yes, I had of course. St. Please Louis yes. I had my St. Louis friends and community and friends of friends and enemies of friends and you know all, all that yeah. whole group very close to what had happened saying there what I found garbage opinion mm -hmm. on Facebook I had all my other like comedian friends a little more open-minded were sort of like saying the opposite and I was do that's when I started that's when we didn't know that you weren't supposed to like engage to be honest with you I'm mm. actually a little bit closed minded when it comes to police shooting unarmed people <laughs> yeah I've always been closed minded on that I've always said don't do it I'm not for it I feel like people have overthought a lot of things right. bold take yeah I know right <laughs> I know, so so that kind of inspired your political thought Oh, sure. Yeah. I would spend, I was like writing long, what I, but I try to always make them funny diatribes and rants and stuff and, right. and just, you know, things on Facebook and stuff I wouldn't do in my stand up, but I still had these very strong opinions and use, try to use humor and jokes to get people, my, my St. Louis, you know, community to kind of see my right. point of view, you know? Right. right. I mean, like, and I remember like all this stuff, like, and like, I remember like when this, uh, uh, you know, like, all of the kneeling and all that stuff. Like I, I would sit there. Some people would be like, 
you know, uh, these these NFL people, they need to be fired. They right. need to be fired for so kneeling ridiculous. because it's disrespecting America. And then they would have the marchers, the, the protesters in the street, and they're like, oh, why don't these guys get jobs? And I think right. as a comedian, I'd be like, well, do you guys want, do you want people to have jobs or not to have jobs? Right, do you want right. people to have jobs to get fired? The people who don't have jobs to get jobs. <laughs> right. Make up your mind. Right. Do you want people, do you want these guys, the protesters, to have jobs or not have jobs? And I think that's like a funny bit. Yeah. Not something mm-hmm. that fits into my bonkers silly stand up but like that was kind of stuff that I was like ex- kind of excited but it's so it's so stupid and, and like uh, it feels frivolous to like just uh, vomit it on a Facebook right right. It, it's just it feels like a waste so you know when I uh, the way that I got this job was I got a writing packet I had, mm-hmm. ri- I had written like 11 writing packets in a row in a oh summer. my god dude wow. I did so many writing packets they all took like 20 hours and I don't think anybody read them <sighs> it's like feels like you just Fernando s- what is that what is a writing packet I'm not a I'm not, so, a, I'm not an actor so I'm here's what happens okay. you, your agent or and or manager who you haven't heard big from news. in Hold two, on. Big, big, I'm sorry. What, what's an agent and or manager? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not allowed in near the industry anymore. <laughs> this is a person that uh, gets really excited uh, to meet you one night. Uh, and then and, make money off of you. Yeah, and then you don't hear from him for about 11 months. And okay. then you get an email going, hey, I got a writing packet for you. Oh, okay. To make it feel like you're part of something. Oh, and now a writing packet yeah. is something where they'll give you maybe uh, you have to do three pages of straight monologue jokes, yeah. mm-hmm. come up with some bits, come up with some sketches. Sketches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm forgetting all the other, but it's a long, time-consuming process. Yeah, it what? is very time-consuming, and it's why it's so frustrating to feel like you're just spending a week's worth of time and throwing it into the ocean because you right. don't ever get, you know, like uh, I heard the, I heard some story about that Tiffany Haddish would like leave her phone uh, recording in an audition room. And leave, and then come oh. back, and then come back in. So she gets the notes right away. Exactly, <laughs> brilliant. Because that's you, so funny. You don't. You never know why you didn't get it. You right? never there's know. No feedback. They lo- oh, we loved you. You just were right. You didn't love me. What could I right. want to be better? I want to book this mm. stuff. Writing packets the same thing. Like every once in a while, I'd be like, this one feels really good. I yeah. would. I go. Can I get? Some they'd be like they really liked it. They just. But what was it? Was I completely off? Yeah. You Should were? I be? Pursuing a different career? You weren't related <laughs> to the right person. That's 99.9% of it. That's why with uh, when I got my job writing for Red Eye on everyone's favorite channel, Fox News, um, I was yeah. the only packet they received. So. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how you do that show. That's so, how you do that. So what made your packet different, you think, from the 11 others in terms of uh, real time with Bill Maher and HBO? I think there's a, there's a couple... Things I, I will say, like, I remember, like, so the Saturday Night Live packets usually go out in, like, the early summer. And those it, are fucking hard, dude. Right. Yeah, it's, like, five sketches. You have to do, like, a political sketch, a fake commercial sketch, a, uh, you know, like, all, there's, like, all, there's like, the five different types of sketches. It's funny because you read that thing and then you go... Oh yeah, every sketch on Saturday Night Live is either a game show, a political thing, right. a right. commercial, or a weekend update joke. Yeah, and yeah. then we just had James Adomian on. He did a fantastic impression of President Joe Biden. Oh, so I fun. know I didn't want to spoil it. It wasn't Joe. Oh, I know. Oh, I oh, thought oh, it was. Oh, I what? thought it was. I, I know. was laughing so much. I, I was know. like, this must be the president. He auditioned for Saturday Night Live. One of the great, does the best Bernie, the best Trump. Very I guess Hilarious. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I guess um, uh, Anthony. Adam. But they just ended up stealing all of his material. Yeah. So Adomian did this great SNL oh. uh, audition and then 
two of the characters he introduced for no. his audition he found on SNL. But, of course, they didn't hire him. So right. it is so frustrating. frustrating. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And, I mean, um, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. I've, I've, but with Bill, something must have hit. Yeah. So then it's like, then it's like a Colbert packet. Then it's like, um, Sarah Silverman loves America packet. That's then right. it was, mm. uh, jo- uh, Jordan Klepper, the opposition packet, right. Daily Show packet, right. uh, Fallon packet. It was like, boom, fa- packet after packet going from like June right. all the way to like October. It's really it, packing it, in the packets. Packing in the They're packets. Packing Thank in you the very packets. Much. And I was and not, not a personal diss on anybody, but when it comes to Jordan Klepper, I thought he was too buttoned up to play an Alex Jones-like character. It should have been Henry. You know, it didn't be like, folks. I mean, right. or myself, I could even say. Right. But, but then any- Henry believes it all. No, he doesn't believe it all. All but of it. You have to have a certain insight into the group to be able to play with it, make fun of it, but also... Um, not come across as like a snarky asshole, uh, which obviously Bill mm. does so well. Um, <laughs> but that's why the original Colbert was so good, the Colbert Report, because right. he like sure. nailed it. Yeah, he right. nailed that Bill O'Reilly character. Yes, mm-hmm. which is so difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, Bill O'Reilly. I'll never forget Fox News, Bill O'Reilly <laughs> trying to get into the bathroom while I was in there. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know he was... Please somebody kept knocking on like... The, they only had like those two right. bathrooms by Red Eye. Oh, yeah. And I was, I remember being like, and it was funny because I was like trying to go over like the stuff I wanted to say on right. the show and there was no real place to go. And I was like, oh, let's go in the bathroom. And I go in the bathroom, I lock it. And then I'm not going to the bathroom. I'm just in there talking to myself, going over bits and yeah, stuff. Sure. And yeah, sure. Somebody Rehearsing. keeps knocking. And, I, and I'm like, Phil, go to the other bathroom. <laughs> go to the other bathroom. And right. he wouldn't let it go. I was like, ugh. Because it's, it's Bill O'Reilly's bathroom. I opened up the door and I, I saw a very disappointed Bill O'Reilly <laughs> looking down well, at probably me. probably was hoping you were a young female intern. Absolutely. <laughs> Freshening up in there, she must uh, be waiting for me. It yeah. feels, I mean, but that's a little the, the idea that he had to go to the bathroom and I was just in there going, doop, doing doop, your bits. One of the things that people don't really understand about Fox News, it's a dump. News Corp sucks. Yeah. CNN is like this wonderful tower, nice. everything is nice, the hosts get their own bathrooms. Everyone shits next to each other at Fox. <laughs> they always have. I shat next to Sean Hannity. Who else does I shat by, Ben? I shat <laughs> next to Sean Hannity. Bill O'Reilly. He uh-huh. does have a wide stance. I think he was trying to solicit a blowjob. Pulling the Larry Craig. And it's just insane. You're like, this is like technically one of the most hated people in the world. Right. And he's right here. He's right up yeah. in. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. yeah. It's a fascinating world, though. Really fascinating. Yeah. Slip the fly. Right. right. Slip the fly. Let's Slip. do it. Yeah. <laughs> But that's what was so fun about, you know, when it comes to like red eye for comedians and stuff. Um, it was nice because you didn't have to be one or the other. And then obviously, really, when it comes to political brand, it was supposed yeah. to be a little bit more like Guar used to perform. Like, what's that's their so political funny. affiliation right. other yeah. than blood and like weird juices? Right. And like, like what's Guar, you know? But uh, obviously, that area it doesn't really exist anymore. Well, and it's also it was also weird when people would be like they would be mad at somebody for going on Fox News. And it's like, well, your whole criticism of them is that they're not presenting mm. a view outside say of whatever the the one thing about it, they don't give a shit. On Fox. <laughs> say whatever you want to right. say. Right. So why not go in there and be part of the 
solution or give a different perspective if that's yeah. your criticism. Be a part of the final next. solution. I know that's <laughs> also the name <laughs> of Nick's next special final solution, which, again, I'm not sure if Bill's going to love it. I didn't read my history before I oh. settled yeah. on that uh, one. Uh, and poorly I named. I have yeah. To, yeah, but we already made a lot of beer koozies. I, I, uh, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm just going to throw them all in the ocean. Yeah, I mean, well, that's sink, right? fantastic. Yeah. It's yeah, a great idea. Be good with a bunch of beer koozies float up to wherever in the world. Like, the final solution? No. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know about Nick Vanderott's new special. History. Where's the QR code? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so you get, go ahead. Oh, no, no, you go ahead. Well, I was just going to say so, you know, I had like, I was so beaten down by October of like wasting weeks on these packets. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, each packet is like a different, it, it, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, th- you know, it's like monologue jokes or, you know, the, for, for Bill Maher's packet, it was like, it was like 15 monologue jokes. Okay. And then it is, uh, you have to uh, uh, pitch a desk piece with examples. Desk piece is the middle uh, bit he does, mm-hmm. the over the shoulder bit. Mm-hmm. And this is like a new rule. New rules, new rules at the very like, end. So okay. you had to write like five new rules. Okay. And then you had to pitch an editorial, which is his last new rule that he does. And then kind of like a half page. Where he goes on a diatribe. Kind of yeah. 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 <laughs> well, call I'm that, sorry, I'm not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, some people are always like, well, I loved his monologue, and and you know, and they, it's like skits, you know, or right. like they're, they're naming yeah. stuff. Like I let, you know, like oh, well, they, and I'm thinking monologue, the jokes in the beginning, and then it's like oh, the editorial at the right, end. Right, right. Like the, that's like his. Mo- I think that is the most important part of the show. F- for him, right, you know, yeah. because he spends so much time during the week. Like we pitched, the, I'll get to like the week, I guess in a minute, but we pitched the editorial a week before. Mm-hmm. You oh. know, it's oh, wow. it's um, but anyway, I'm sitting there, I have that thing, and I'm like, I'm not gonna get this fucking thing. I right. never get it. I ne- I never uh, just a waste of time. Yeah. And then I had that like I had like a Goodwill hunting moment of like, <gasps> you know, you know when he's like, uh, my dad asked is gonna beat me, and I have to pick out the belt. Yeah, and I, I don't pick, remember that, I but yes. Out, and he's like, which belt should be? He's like, I pick out the biggest belt with the biggest buckle, because fuck him. Oh. You know, like, mm. if, I, if I'm going to be tortured, you know, I want right. to beat the fucking shit out of me. I was like, I, that week I was like, you know what? If I'm not going to get it, I'm going to just... I, I canceled all my shows that week. I was like, I'm gonna go so hard into this fucking packet this wow. week, so that when I really, when I don't get it, I can complain even more. Right. <laughs> Whoa, wow. Like you almost really sound like a, you sound like an election denier who wins. <laughs> like, God oh, dang it, uh, there is some. No, I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's not rigged. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I hired Cyber Ninja. Well, you it know, rigged. it's funny. Speaking of like Bill O'Reilly and all that, I know you have like Pierce Morgan's coming on. Bill has a lot of different guests on. How do you, like Kellyanne Conway, Right. Uh, when you see people, it's just weird, right? Because you have this thing in your head. Mm-hmm. Like I saw Eric and Donald Trump Jr. And I'm just like, I want to give them noogies. I want to give them twi- <laughs> titty twisters. Take them s- to the one Fox News bathroom and give them both swirly. Exactly. Right. But then you see them and then you're just like, hey. <laughs> right. Like nothing happened. Yeah. Like there's no, yeah. you don't get, like you don't get mm. to live. You know, like you have this fantasy and be like, this is what I do, that little troll bitch. Right. And mm. then you see him and it's just like, ah, yeah. they're people. Mm. Man, I I really think that, uh, and, I, and I'm, I swear I'm going to what you're talking about with this. I really think social media is the worst virus of the past decade. Sure. Mm. You know, I mean, sure. it, it is so bad. I mean, there was COVID, but. I, I think it's. <laughs> That's why he was saying it was worse. <laughs> okay. I see what he did there. Ooh, I like that. And monkey pie. It's even worse than monkey pie. Whoa. Oh. It's 
it works for the gays for sure. And, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about donkey pox. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not Down to donkey pox. Okay. Oh. Okay. When's it change? I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Okay. I swear I'm going somewhere with this. I can't Great. wait. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, but it's, it's like... It's the disconnect with everybody is like um, it's almost like the entire Twitter is like if the entire highway, you know, that road rage person, mm-hmm. if everybody had road rage right. and then everybody got out of their cars and started talking politics. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. like yeah. It, it is so awful. And, and and this is like this really hate that we have with each other, you know, that you rage in this disconnect. And it's like you have this like like Scaramucci. All right. Scaramucci is yeah. a guy on the Internet that I'm like, oh, fuck Scaramucci. I can't believe this fucking. And then I, and then you, you, he's a real person that you meet in real life, mm-hmm. and you meet him, and he was the nicest person of all the guests I think we, that have been in the green room. Wow. He went around, he shook everybody's hand, he was charming, he was funny, he was doing bits with everybody. I did catch him doing the same bit twice, but hey, I'll, okay, you know, you're not it's a special comedian. Yeah, 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 it's it's yeah. Anthony Scaramucci. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it yeah. sounds like yeah, I would expect He'll that out of that he would yeah. do that. He's a conversation hack. Punch it up. He didn't even like uh, workshop the conversation. Change it up. The same exact thing. That yeah. bombed over there with flow. Yeah, right. You know? Wow. <laughs> Trying it up, Ken. Line. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, but you know, you see. But then, so like, feel like you know, you forget that these people are real. You know, and then mm. they're real because you you would hate you would hate so many people on the internet. But if that person was your uncle around the dinner, you see, oh, this. Right. And so I feel like uh, we need to like. You know, not connecting with people in real life like uh, pumps up this hate and everything. So then you right. have Kellyanne Conway, right? And so I, I'm thinking all this when I see her before the show, and like, oh, she's a real person. I can talk with her. Right. I disagree with her on, on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I and I saw her before the show, and I was like, I'm gonna talk to her and say hi to her afterwards. You know, sure. and, I'll, and when she came, and I smiled because she's our guest. You know, I of smiled course. her when she's gone by. Sure, you and invite then, someone into your home, right. and you want to be polite. Exactly. Yeah. We we can disagree. We can be humane with each other. Right. And then she's on the show, and I. I was so furious. <laughs> right. I, and I saw her afterwards and I was just, I cannot, I am so mad at you right now. Did you say that to her? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I, I I stayed away from her. He's a writer. I, I mean, he is a half a coward. Right. Yeah. But oh, okay. it, it, it is. He doesn't yeah, want to exactly. lose his yeah. job yeah. either. Yeah. Yeah. If I had confidence, I'd be out in front of the camera with the yeah, real people. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> I'm just joking. Writing is very difficult. Oh, and very there's something cowardly yeah. about the pen. Oh, no. It's mightier than the sword, they say. Unless you have a sword. Yeah. Well, that's... I had a sword pen. No, oh, yeah. check it out. <laughs> Mightier is the man who knows when to use the sword and when to use the pen. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You're a writer, you only got pens. That's why every single dictator has used Sean Penn in one way or another. Oh, Hello, folks. Hey, Bill Maher. Oh, Vaterot's out. Kissel's in. Nice. Oh, not so much, uh, you're not a man of packets, but a man of the Packers. Whoa, <laughs> Well, that's a fascinating point because I remember when I was a kid, you know, learning what political comedy was in the 90s. And, you know, you had I remember becoming a big fan of Al Franken because he yeah. had a book called oh, Rush Limbaugh's A Big Fat Stupid Idiot and Other mm-hmm. Observations. Yeah. But then there was Bill Maher when I discovered him on Comedy Central doing the Politically Incorrect. Politically Incorrect. Before right. real mm-hmm. time. I think that was just straight up ABC or NBC. It was it was Maybe I both? saw the reruns on Comedy Central. Okay. I and see it blew Central. my yeah. mind because I was like, oh my God, there's political commentary show and he would do the monologue. But then I was always blown away by the panel because he would have, it was you're awesome. Republican, you're right. Democrat, you're this person, yeah. you're a wacky musician. from Guns N' Roses. Yeah, wacky and... musician. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Penn Jillette and Ann Coulter fighting. And I mean, it's yeah, fantastic. It but was it, a really great, innovative, original idea. And to your point, it was,
was a conversation basically yes. is what it became. Mm. It wasn't this vitriol like we throw mm. around in social media, which is not, you know, people subtweeting and commenting. That's mm. not a debate. Mm. And it is nice to kind of have that personal touch. It's like kind of old school that Bill Maher keeps it on TV like that. Right. I mean, that is definitely like rooted through line through his years of yeah, starting. As right. Let's get everybody who has different opinions. But you know what's so mm -hmm. interesting about that in a sad way, you get judged now by that right to, to go i'm on, not going to talk right. about Chappelle and the bits and all that stuff i don't give a flying fucking shit do whatever go don't listen do listen whatever but when he had the pat oswald thing right now pat oswald he's a very sweet man um but pat oswald apologized for taking a picture with dave Chappelle. pat and dave Chappelle uh, have known each other for 30 years right yeah. and so you wonder they started yeah and so you wonder if you're someone that does a panel show if you have someone like, again, Ann Coulter, total psycho bitch, right? No one, I mean, the <laughs> absolute nut job. Um, but now you almost get crucified for even having a person like that on your show. Yeah. But I also understand you can't just yes and them and um, and uh, highlight their BS. You have to like confront it. Right. But again, in a conversational way and provide other narratives that the audience might be able to cling to. Right. So I guess that's kind of the fine line that I think we're kind of losing that debate style. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a so, you know, it, one of the things I, uh, you know, very, very much enjoy about being part of the show that I feel is specific to this show. And, you know, everyone does their own thing. Everyone's got their whole they have their fun and in, in, in a different way. There does seem to be a, a feeling right now, a general thing in the in the uh, ether that that Bill is sort of fighting against, which is if you don't uh, if you if you don't agree with everything I am and say and mm -hmm. do, then you're against everything I say and mm -hmm. do. So like the, the Pat Oswalt thing is like, right. well, I wouldn't get a picture with him. So therefore, you're against everything right. I stand for, and that's just not the case, you know. I mean, right. like even if, even if you disagree with that picture itself, mm -hmm. right. you should be able to separate and, that and, and comment on just that, and maybe even just right. to separate from that because that's a whole nother you know minefield. But politically, it seems as if back in the day, people used to brag about bipartisanship. Mm -hmm. I reach across the aisle, mm -hmm. Tip right. O'Neill, all right. of that stuff, yeah. like all the McCain's mm -hmm. of the world. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is because we have more decentralized power now than before with social media and people sort of being like um, aware of how the sausage is made in mm -hmm. Washington. But it just it's really like the idea of like, I don't know. What if Marco Marco Rubio and Ilan Omar are taking a picture together? It's not happening. Right. Yes. And no, back in can't. the day, yeah. it yeah. was more like, look, yeah, this we disagree, but this is my coworker. Right. And I wonder if that isn't spreading much more macro Ooh. disdain for once for one another because the leadership isn't acting mature enough mm. to even be seen together anymore. Well, and even when Joe Biden does try to do something across the aisle or something, then he gets crucified for it by his right. own side. The right. crucifixions absolutely coming from both sides. And yeah. Bill Maher is a victim of that probably more than anyone else on, on HBO, certainly, because he'll get it from the left if he says something they don't like. Mm -hmm. And then I think Fox News has a designated intern <laughs> <They> do. position <laughs> to just watch Bill Maher and then write an article about whatever he said. Right. Right. Yeah. And what I don't think a lot of, I don't think the, there's there's a lack of, okay, and maybe this is just my opinion, maybe I'm wrong, but the, I feel there's a lack of understanding that this is a counterproductive way to sort well, of that's like, the thing. conduct your because ideas and get them across. I can already, and I hear people already like, I'm not taking it. Like, if you're a Klansman, that's one thing. Right. Yes. Right. right. If you are <laughs> marching in Charlottesville, I'm not mm. like, let's hear out both sides on this one. There's a difference right. between you know, Tel Aviv, which is President Trump, you know, hosting a Tel Aviv uh, golf 
Turing versus uh, Patton Oswalt getting a picture with Dave Chappelle. Those are two different Very concepts. Different things, yeah. Yes. And that's kind of what you're getting at, right, Ben? Right. And also, you know, not losing perspective and allowing their, um, again, if you are like when the lead singer of Stained said, maybe right. we should listen to Putin and give him a chance. Right. No, you Putin's still need to have the deep state in Ukraine. Don't you guys get it? I'm on the outside. <laughs> I'm looking in. It's because you're a fucking asshole. Okay. And everyone kicks you out <laughs> of all the parties. Say so I'll just show myself how. <laughs> so I'm not saying that you should believe this stuff. Or you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's like right. um, you have to have a moral line in the sand. Yeah. But if you want to convince someone like the lead singer of Stained. <laughs> uh, that maybe Putin's a jackass. Right. You know, I guess you have to be there with him at some point. Yeah. Well, and it says something a lot about where we've come from. Politically incorrect was a show in the 90s where Republicans and Democrats could debate, but now we're just debating basic facts of, you right, know, like right. Bill can't have an election denier on the show because he would go crazy. But he had Kellyanne Conway on. Is she a full on election denier? I believe that's why you were so upset with her. She, I mean, I think, one of the, I think what I got so upset with her about was that she was like, you know, I think she, I, if I remember correctly, she was sort of being like, you, you all are just so obsessed with this, with him, and you need to move on. And it's like, uh, yeah, but, but, but hmm. Trump hasn't moved on. Like, right. Right. this is not done. Right. right. Like, and for you to sort of just be so dismissive and act like we're just like, we can't let, like, it's Benghazi and we can't let Benghazi go or something like that, you know, or, yeah. or, or some sort of thing exactly. that is like not, Benghazi's not about to happen again. Exactly. You know, like, like <laughs> right. it's, it's, and we need to figure out how to, uh, mm -hmm. we need to make sure that right. this whole like democracy thing, even though we're, you know, being called overreactionary or that kind of stuff. Like right. there is a lot of like, you know, this you guys, I mean, you guys talk about it. On the I think show that I it's, actually it's, think that we underreact. Really? To yeah. January 6th and stuff like that. I really do. Oh, I, it's a nation, like, absolutely. Yeah. It's, absolutely. I mean, it's yeah. really bad. Yeah. yeah. They and, literally tried to kill the vice president, y'all. It's yeah. crazy. And it's and you have a guy who's, who is- We're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> that, so that happened. <laughs> yeah, get over it. Get over uh, it. Come we on. need to move on. Let's talk about January 7th now. Yeah, oh, thank uh, you. It's nine eleven in my head. It's 9-12, and <laughs> I don't care anymore. Stop asking me where I was on 9-11. All right. All right, they figured out who did it. All right, stop asking. We me. don't even agree on that yeah. anymore. Right. Right. Trump yeah. said that they never got to the bottom of 9 11. As soon as, so. as, soon as he's insane. playing golf with the like, Saudis, he's yeah, like, well, yeah. you never know. You never know. That's the point I was trying to make. There's a right. difference between, uh, you know, agreeing across the aisle versus full on enabling them. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't and I guess remember that's it, the balance, right? I don't remember if it was, and, and if it was, it, I feel like you don't. Because like the for the forward party, I don't know if we want to talk about that for a second. Oh, sure. yeah. they, they, yeah. they crack me up, and I kind of love and hate them for you know sure. a couple of different it's reasons. It's like any third party. It's like, but I've never yeah. seen them. They're like a Mad Libs party. <laughs> they're like, what do you stand for? Like, I, I feel they don't even know what they you, stand you for plug yet. In your own words. Yeah. Right. What do yeah. we stand for? We don't know yet. Yeah. What, what do we want? You tell us. <laughs> when do we want it? Whenever it's good for you. Yeah. Like, it's, it's sort of like they're literally like going around the country and on the local level they want to start like doing basically. It sounds like focus groups. Yeah. It sounds like they're like trying to make a like like Hollywood makes a movie based on how audience reaction. Right. Oh, right. Like it feels like. 
like they're doing a whole political party around that, which is kind of hilarious and might actually work. I don't know. We'll see. Well, but the only reason I kind of like every time I count somebody out like Trump, they wind up sort of. But, you know, the problem is with the forward party is anyone who was like uh, rejected by their previous party. They go to it like Chris Mm. Cuomo is now a member of the forward party. Well, obviously, the Yang gang, he started it, basically, Andrew. It was kind of the the face of it anyway. But, you know, get the fuck out of here. Chris Cuomo doesn't make the forward party any more likable. Right, you, no, he that's for sure. It, it's 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 Bernie. So Bernie and Trump people, there's a lot of like overlap with these people, you know. Right, right. And they are both groups. A lot of, there's a, there's some DNA in both the groups that just we just we just want something new that's not what it's been. Right. the establishment or right. you know, and, and so they're the, uh, angry and uh, rightful in rightful indignation and right. the idea. The idea of just talking about a middle class, yeah, is mm. where like we're so far away from any middle class things getting done yeah. that sure. are pro. But even just mentioning it, that's what Bernie did. I, right. I, I love the idea that the forward party is like, okay, well, people want the middle class and anger, oh, yeah. anger, 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 anger. anger. Very, very very really motivating. Hot. This is great. Anger, feeling. anger, yeah. Yeah. fear. Get them riled hate. up. Fear, hate. Yeah, it's gonna, it. okay. it's gonna be like uh-huh. AI, and it's yeah. gonna like go seriously. Crazy. Forward party comes up with their platform. It's like we all hate everybody. Yay! Yay! <laughs> well, this is what I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember it being you get elected based off h- hating the other side. Yeah. Like I think there was always animosity, but I don't think like like I don't know. I think like Marjorie Taylor Greene just gets elected based off I hate liberals. Very binary, mm-hmm. right? You know, the libs. And and I think that's an I don't remember it being like that. Well, before, I think it's because it wasn't stuff, uh, right? everything wasn't so gerrymandered and redistricted to the point where these people don't live in competitive districts anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. So what's the what's the other point? What's oh, it's all she has to do? Right. Gerrymandering has gotten so bad specifically in the last decade that what happens is you have safe Republican or safe Democrat districts that then the primaries are decided by the extremes. Who's right. the more right person mm-hmm. in terms of a Republican primary? And then now you got these crazy ass ideas getting elected in a general election because there's no other option. I mean, we couldn't even have Jon Stewart assist in getting the goddamn uh, veterans bill passed until it was, thank God, and signed into office, uh, signed into law by uh, Joe Biden. But uh, the fact that that was like controversial for Republicans to vote on right. and vote in favor of because the because uh, John Tester is the one who introduced it, but it was also a bipartisan introduction anyway. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So I have a question for you, Nick, based mm-hmm. on all of this. So do you think Marjorie Taylor Greene would be around if it weren't for social media? Because if she's just a sen- I, I see her as just a sensationalist, just like what you were saying. Mm, she's yeah. just trying to get likes, trying to get her voice out there. Would she be here without social media? I mean, you mm. have to like, okay, like, uh, 
the thing that came before that, before that, and before that, and before that. Like so, like maybe mm. would, would, would we have gotten Trump without? Would we have gotten Marjorie Taylor Greene without Trump? Would we have gotten Trump without social media? Twitter, we, you know, like right. I, I feel like there was a, a white hot rage that happened in this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that sort of just really started festering around On early there. tens. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. and I feel like that. Fed into a lot of the, you know, I mean, not even talking about all the disinformation that's happening and all oh that my kind goodness. of stuff, you know. But it's I crazy. Mean, well, I mean, MTG just said uh, that most of what Alex Jones says is right. I mean, this is insane. We're in the upside down. The yeah. Tea Party would look at what Jim Jordan has led with the Freedom Caucus and not even see itself anymore. I mean, the mm. 2010 Freedom, uh, the t- 2010 Tea Party. I mean, I don't. Is it even reminiscent now of what the Freedom Caucus has become? I mean, do, I, do you think they would support someone like a Trump in 2010 if you told them that this is the person they're going to be supporting in what six years from now? I mean, it's fascinating because so many of those folks have gone the Trump way. I mean, yeah. you're Thomas Massey, absolutely, you're Louis Gohmert's, oh, um, but then the, you got your Justin Amashes who switched to be an independent and then he switched to become a libertarian. He voted in favor of impeaching Trump. He read the whole Mueller report and was like, yeah, this guy's this guy's a danger to our democracy. Right. And then because of that, he was basically canceled. Was, yeah, gone. Uh, yeah. In his own primary in Michigan, he realized he had no chance of winning, so he just left office. But it has been happening for a long time. I always think about yeah. the Dixie Chicks every day. Mm-hmm. The Dixie every Chicks. Day you think the Dixie Chicks. When they came against the Iraq war, there were radio stations used to have full on give us your Dixie Chicks CDs we're going to stomp them out and they would take uh, trucks and Uh, run over them so it's not that it hasn't existed it just hasn't been amplified but then that's a great another full circle moment that's what got Bill Maher cancelled from Politically Incorrect what was that? it was because it was after 9-11 and someone on his show referred to the the hijackers as a coward and then Bill just basically said well I don't know if it was cowardly because they like hijacked an airplane and drove it into a building and like that was he was just talking about like the definition of coward right he got canceled is that right that is 100 percent what happened to bill maher and that's why politically incorrect had to get canceled and that's what got bill over to hbo with real time instead because that i mean and that is a perfect example if 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 you're Mm. not punching in the direction of my sort of entity then i feel like you're punching against me sure you know so yeah, I and mean, post 9-11 was even more yeah. crazy like, time like you for think that. He didn't say anything right. bad about the victims, or he didn't even like right. really like lift up the terrorists. He just said a sort of a factual the semantics thing. of coward. Right. Yeah, you yeah. you um yeah, it's a semantics thing. It was a point I guess some people didn't feel was you know worth saying at that point, but right. it still wasn't like it still is like it's such a great example of like you know like I, I was thinking like we have these armies you know mm-hmm. and like and I my army is marching against your this other other army coming at me and, right. and then and I'm watching I'm marching with my army and then I turn to my buddy I'm like man these shoes they gave us kind of suck <laughs> and they're like what you you don't like the shoes he doesn't say that sounds like you hate our shoes that sounds like something the other side would say making fun of our shoes hey he's right. part of the other side I'm like no right. I just think maybe we would be better we would fight better we have better shoes get up you know and then it's like and I feel like you can't criticize or say anything that's not in the line right of absolutely the I mean wow. and you from a Trump perspective, you see the candidates that voted in mm-hmm. favor of impeachment. You see mm-hmm. the people who said, yeah, the election was yeah. valid. They're gone. They're losing in mass. Yeah. And then obviously, uh, you know, the uh, the Democrats have their own yes. uh, have their own moral standards mm-hmm. that you can't, you know, say and do certain things. It's a mm-hmm. uh, it's such a it's, 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 it's an unfortunate uh, reality. But again, 
it's a reality on social media. We live in the real world. And for the most part, people are like really cool. Right. People yeah, are right. pretty chill. Yeah. Right. Like there's all different walks of life, all different kinds of people. They get together in a sports bar. They're mostly pretty chill. Like that's why if if there's a yeah. fight, people take their cameras out because it's kind of rare. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I know. So I remember when the Cubs won the World Series. Uh, 2016. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was like right in yeah, the was. like just um, I mean, a, a Hillary Trump. I think it was like it was like the week before the election. It was like the week before the it was election. the year of the underdog, I yeah. guess. Uh-huh. Well, Cleveland did not win. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it was all underdogs in that World that was, Series. Yeah, yeah. But I remember like watching all these people, and I was like, "You all hate each other." <laughs> like yeah. I'm watching all the in Wrigleyville, you know, they're in the bars and they're all hugging. The strangers right. are hugging strangers. Like, no, you guys just fought on Twitter today. <laughs> right? You were you you said fuck you. I hope you fucking die. <laughs> right? And now you're like the guy hit the ball far. Now yeah. you know and like well, like, it guys, was pretty impressive. It was yeah. very impressive. And I'm a Cardinals fan and I hate the fucking Cubs. And even that was like a very cool. <laughs> I, I thought this was great. I, I'm I'm glad the Cubs won. No offense, Cleveland, but yeah. I mean like it right. was it was a cool thing. You guys, most people I think are. Pretty cool. I think. I, I think. Pretty cool. I think sixty percent of people are 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 good. Mm, okay, that's a good. Percentage. They're they're good. And then you got twenty percent are like you can put up with them. Uh, sure. <laughs> All right. right. And then ten percent are intolerable. But I and I think those are the numbers across. Well, the I don't board. think those quite yeah. add up. There's yeah, another ten percent that you're forgetting. Oh, the, oh, the, 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 the forgot. The oh, okay, <laughs> those are the forgotten. I completely agree with That's that. Good right there. So, That's good just taking it back to writing comedy for late night television. Um, uh, tell us about the process. What's the process like for a week if someone's listening and wants yeah. to get into it? Because it is hard work to be a writer. It's a, you know mm, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll streamline out of the last thing and, and get into that. You know, I so I, I had the give me the biggest belt buckle to beat me senseless with and fucking Which I still don't spent. understand the idea. I, so, I would so, give him my father like a feather. If you're going to do it, do it right. You know, right? but right. my dad was gonna. I actually would go with like, here's a piece of licorice. Yes. I, would, I wouldn't. I think that was <laughs> okay. Matt Damon's okay. character's point. It right. was okay. like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna just. Uh, if I'm gonna get beat. Uh, yeah. If I'm gonna beat, I'm gonna just take. I'm gonna take a fucking whooping. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, different yeah, ideas than that I had. Energy, <laughs> you put that energy into your packet. Yeah, I was like, I I put more energy and work into that last week. Mm-hmm. When I was so fucking fed up with the whole thing mm-hmm. than than any other week. So I think like what helped me get the show to get the thing mm-hmm. was I put more energy into that week than anything. And I also had like nine months of other packets that I could pull my uh, favorite mm-hmm. jokes oh. and pieces out of and stuff like that. And I went to Facebook oh, good. and I went to all those old, you know, oh, Michael wow. Brown and protesting like rants right. that I did. And I took like the ones that I thought were like kind of the best. And I actually right. submitted the uh, one basically about like, it's always the people that, you know, like, uh, you know, stuff like, you know, the party, the, you can't be the party of Lincoln and the Confederate flag, right, you know, and making right. fun of the people that are right. always like, you know, the hypocrisy. Yeah, the, yeah, the people that are always like Confederate flag. They're the most against. They're most against rebellion, and they have the rebel flag on there, you know. And mm-hmm. so I, I took a lot of these Facebook posts, put them together, use that for my editorial thing, yeah. And so that's sort of the packet that I put in, and I think that's yeah. kind of how, I, you know, I got it. So then you, so hmm. now you get hired wow. for the show. So the show is like, like I said, the week before we pitched the editorial, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I always I, people have asked me like, what's the week like? And I f- swear I lose people every time I try to explain it. Right. It's fascinating to me. All right, here we go. <laughs> and I'll time time when I can see everyone's eyes glaze over. Okay, all right. All right. And but, go. Okay, 
Well, one time. Well, we that's were... been Nick. Ritter, right? Thanks for coming. What a show! Right over right. Bill Maher. You can see me at. Uh, I'll be at uh, Hoghead McDonald's. Chuckle Hut and the the laughing, uh, the gaping laugh hole. Oh, I love the gaping laugh hole. We're gonna want to take some supplements for that. That's the fifth most successful comedy club in Gary, Indiana alone. Oh. Talk about a loose set. Um, oh, there we go. So okay, right. so the week starts. So the week starts. So over the weekend, I start like chipping away at the edit so mondays mondays our editorial is is due okay we have to write the two-page editorial okay that was pitched the week before submit that we work from home no meeting on mondays mm-hmm. and um and then we also have to submit like two pages of uh, uh stories in the news issues things right. that could be used to mm-hmm. talk about on the panel things that could be talked about into an editorial these this is a very big writing a lot of writing is due monday mm-hmm. and I, yeah i have to work on it over the weekend uh, Tuesday, uh, we uh, we have new rules due at eleven oh, o'clock. Oh, 11 a.m. Eleven, yeah, eleven. It's it's between eleven and twelve, and those are due. And then we have to. So then we turn them in, and then uh, at. Uh, Noonish. Then we all have a pre-meeting where we pitch a desk piece. That was that okay. middle thing. You know, you'll say, uh, "Oh, hey, Beto O'Rourke uh, is uh, he's got a band." You know, so <laughs> right. uh, uh, it's a country band. Here's a liberal country song. Right. You know, oh, a liberal just, country song. Uh, yeah. Sure. I just I, I shot a man just to g- give him health care. Right. <laughs> oh, very yeah, good. Yeah, so it's a good riff. So, uh, but you know, so like, and everyone goes around the room, and you kind of like, this is like the closest I. <laughs> I get to doing stand up mm-hmm. on the reg these days. Right, you know? right, right. Uh, but it's but it's fun. It's it's you get to pitch bits to everybody and pitch their bits and then uh you kind of tweak them and then Bill comes in at one and uh and then everyone pitches. Is he stoned? Piece. He's um so it's so funny. There's like three bills. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Three, three bills. bills. I would say two there's... stunt doubles and one real bill. <laughs> yeah, He's like Putin. I've, I've never met the real one, you know? <laughs> um I feel like there's work bill, show bill, and hang out uh, bill. And hangout bill. Yeah. Makes sense. And that uh, and in like show bill, you've seen him, you know. He is, you know, there to we see he's, to tell he, the jokes. Yeah, to tell the jokes, but the also thing. like to g- get these ideas across and everything. A work bill is we're there to come in. Mm-hmm. Let's let's work. Let's get it done. What's funny is I watched a documentary like about a year after I've been working there, and he said, he said when I come in to the writers' room, he's like I I come in always. I, I don't know what word he is, but it, it, it was something like bad mood or oh, something equivalent comes to that. In, in a bad mood. Or, or sort of like, I don't, I don't, he's like, I'm not, I'm not coming in laughing. I'm not, he's like, I make him earn it. Right. You want to work, work mm. for it. He wants the writers to work. He's like, cause you don't know what my day is like. Right. You know? And he's like, cause some, cause you don't know if my, I think he said, you don't know if somebody in my family died at one time somebody in my family had died right before I was in that mood you know right. so he always kind of comes in like that and Billy Martin who is our head writer who's just and by the way I can't say enough good things about everybody who works over there they yeah, are just yeah. the nicest you can't group say of, enough no because I don't <laughs> no. know enough my vocabulary is very limited I oh, see and I don't I, I don't I know nice, a lot of what are those things called yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. so he comes in he's grumpy and Billy always makes him laugh pretty soon okay. and, and, uh, right? okay. he's always Billy's always very good at getting that first class Oh, and then okay. cracks it open and you know once we're in the room you know bill's uh he, you know he's great he'll riff you know riffs to everybody he jokes you know he's he, we're tossing ideas does he back smell about. good um 
He smells, you know, it's it's through Zoom, so he smells a lot oh. like my monitor. Oh, yeah. So, and I and actually, everyone I talk to smells really? like my monitor. So, so, when do you actually go into the office? Is that right, just Fridays? Post, then? post, co- so normally we did go in Tuesday through Friday. Uh-huh. Post COVID, it's uh, we only go in on Wednesdays now. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Um, and then the show shoots Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and that's and it's live, right? There's no live to tape. You can't really edit anything. You know, it was live, and then COVID screwed everything up. Oh, yeah. okay. and he was live for years, you know, right. decades, and then uh, COVID happened, and now we do shoot like earlier in the day, a little bit, right, mm-hmm. right, uh, which is you can cinch it up a little bit if need be. Yeah, I mean, I feel like everyone, I I kind of like it because it used to be we'd go to the taping and you get out on Friday night, right? And it's well, that was my Friday night. Right. You know, and right. like at Saturday. And you and must then, have felt, did you feel like a hostage there? <laughs> I mean, I was always more, I was always, I don't think I was lo- there long enough to feel like a hostage. Yeah. You know, I was excited to have the job. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I would go to every, I think I went to like every taping except for two. Right. Up until COVID. Because I just, hmm. I thought it was cool. I liked Yeah, that of one. course. I remember you saying that Bill likes it when the writers come to the taping, but also to get to the third bill. Bill likes to hang out after the show Friday. He's he's you know when then there's there's third Bill and that is like fun yeah. party Bill and yeah. he's a very like charming fun guy you know right. like uh, when you yeah because I don't interact with him outside of the meeting right you right. know except right. for like when when he's in you know when we go to like you know when there's like an occasional party or, you know, sure. some, you know, he's uh, a rap party celebration on the roof or something, you know? Yeah. And then when you, when you, when you talk to him, yeah, he's, he's hilarious and he's fun. Uh, but yeah, three, those are the three pills. Wow. Um, so by Wednesday, your job is basically done. So, okay. So uh, yeah, we do the, pick the desk piece Tuesday, Wednesday, again, another set of new rules, and then new, we, new and rules. then Wednesday new is uh, we do a big editorial. Or no, okay. uh, I'm not sorry, not editorial. Uh, issues. We pick it. This is where we really like break down the news of the day. This okay. is why we're back in on Wednesdays now mm. because he really Bill Bill did not Bill. I think you know does not like a lot of the COVID stuff. Right. Some right. of the restrictions. And, sure. And he was right. like, I would rather talk to people over Zoom with no masks than have people go into the meeting with masks. It's hard, man. The masks make things... I I look at people's faces. Yeah, It's hard because if you don't see someone's expression, sometimes you don't know how to react. You don't know what they're... I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I, I, I totally get it. Especially for comedy. mm -hmm. Like, if you want to know if someone's laughing, sometimes it's not like audible. Sometimes you you see it and smile. Mm -hmm. And there's not not as much given... There's not as much back and forth when you're just pitching him a desk piece and he's deciding if he likes it or not. Right. Whereas the Wednesday... This is really we're we're talking what we're discussing what we're going to talk with the panel mm. and all the writers and, and and producers are in there just sort of pitching ideas of stuff to talk about and different points of view and takes on it and he loves the take that no one's talking about you know right. what's what's a way to take this and so then you know uh, you know uh, writers get assigned an issue and you have to write like a two page you know sort of breakdown of the issue. Wow. Um, I think my one yesterday is I really broke down the raid thing and sort sure. of walk through like all the different, you know, sides and perspectives on it, you know. Right, I mean, right. Very, a lot. There was a lot. A lot. There, there was a lot. That was a big one, you know. It's a lot of breaking down. Right. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So I want to ask about the the writers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, again, I said that I'm not a fan of Bill Maher. I'm, it's more about his delivery. I am. I'm actually a very fan because it's always a very well rounded statement. There's a lot of you get both sides. Oh, yeah. Fernando's backtracking. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He's a fan. He's not a fan. Yeah, you know, I'm, no, I'm not oh, a fan. I, I'm not a fan. I just he has I understand. a nuanced opinion. Yeah, I have a nuanced opinion, and that's oh. my question about the writers. Are the writers also a nuanced opinion? Because when you hear Bill, he's giving a very nuanced opinion, and mm-hmm. just right now you talked about how he's looking for the writer that has that nuanced opinion. Do you guys all align like politically? Do you not align politically? What is that like? I think, um, you know, I think, you know, for the, the, the most part, you know, we're just a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, uh, things that we agree on. Okay. You know, I think we mostly, there are some people in the room that have more right leaning, you know, oh, really? um, yeah, it's, uh, we, sure. have, we have one writer who's uh, she's a very I mean, she I think she's a straight up conservative, you know, mm-hmm. and sure. so she's she just has that point of view. She bring, which is great. Which she brings. Right. Right. It's good that sure. she's there. Uh, she's she's she knows 10 times a million more things about stuff than I do. Right. You know, I learned a lot from her uh, and it's good to know the takes. It's good to know right. what the other side is saying. Most of the people are liberal in the obviously, right. you know, uh, it's it's it's. That's the tone of the show. That's where, right. you know, the most people um, right. sort of. And so like, but even in that stuff, I, I, I think even in the in the liberals, I think there's like, for the most part, I think everyone sort of agrees. I, I, I'm i trying to think of like some. What would everyone, be something there, that when Bill says, you're just like, God damn it. Yeah. It's just so annoying. <laughs> I think there's like, you know, there's a lot of like, I think um, takes on. There's a, there's definitely issues where I think there's there's definitely issues where. Uh, people are like, um, I don't know if they 100% agree on right. maybe a, a, a COVID take or, mm-hmm. you know, or a take well, on some sort of- it seems like gender of, identity things or something that one, that yeah. generation really don't, uh, they don't like to have those conversations. Right. Bill and, doesn't right. care for that stuff. Yes. And, you know, so I think there's that those aspects where people think maybe- just don't say anything if you don't, because it's so out of his uh, purview sure. in some way. So I, sometimes I I can see that. Um, and also I feel like we talked about with punching up. I think sometimes people might feel like he's punching down. Right. Um, and yeah. I feel like yeah. that that's yeah. always yeah. the... That's always the balance. Like, how do you do the same thing with with the aforementioned Chappelle? Right. Um, it feels is, like he's, he's punching, punching down. down. You're like, you have everything. Like, right. you're rich. You're right. famous. Like, punch up. Why? why? And, and why are you still on this? Like, mm-hmm. get over yeah. it. Like, and I feel yeah. like there's just some some things in modern society that uh, certain people just get like hooked on, fixated, and you're on. like, okay. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Move the fuck on. Like Kellyanne Conway said, move <laughs> yeah. on. Well, in certain ways, it's a good thing to do. Right. Yeah, I think that's what's. I think that's what's good in in the dynamic of the writers and with you know. I think all the writers are very supportive of what Bill wants to say, and everyone understands that. You know, and I think right. in the room, you know, it's like, well, well, I think maybe because even amongst the writers, I think there's like, I, and even me and Ben, I feel like you and I agree like m- mostly on COVID stuff. I. Think 
think you and I might not agree on some COVID stuff, you know, Probably. I think like, I think, I think you're more anti-mask than I am, you know? I, I'm actually pro-breathing in people's mouths. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's well, not, and, not anti-mask, more pro. That's the one right, thing. Right, I swear right. to God, if Carlin was still alive, he would have had a pro-COVID special. He would have been like, I love COVID. It's yeah. killing yeah, everybody. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the take that I was like, man, like, who is supportive of COVID? Right, right. right. Yeah, Carlin once wrote that he hopes when the asteroid hits, it hits the East Coast first so he can watch it all come from the West Coast. <laughs> That's how if he, yeah, he would be. He was. He's like the only person that could have ever done it. He's yeah, like, I'm yeah. here for COVID. I love COVID. Right. Well, and as someone who was Ben's roommate for about a year within uh, COVID, it was mainly because all the masks wouldn't fit on your face. And it was well, just that annoying. Is <laughs> well, it was just sad. I like to be around people and, yeah. you know, and then you look at some of the rules that are made and uh, sometimes they're arbitrary. And then as you cra- travel across country, everyone had a different reality. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah. what the fuck is right, going right. on? And, 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 then it, so and then, of course, through the lens of politics, uh, you know, like when Cuomo uh, refused to have uh, the people who were uh, elderly go into the because right. na- the Navy had a, right. had a um, had a hospital ship that they were like, hey, send them there. He sent them back to the facility, uh, to the nursing homes where they all died. Politics really were disgusting to me. Sure. And then everybody uh, was only on social media and they didn't right. have any human interaction. Right. Right. And I just think think things got a little bit bleak, dark, and right. uh, it was sad, to be honest with you. It was well, just sad. And Bill Maher, yeah. I mean, like you said, he hated a lot of that stuff. The, well, the first yeah. show back when everyone was in the audience, I remember watching it, and the first thing he said is, I can see your faces. <laughs> you know, yes. you like, yes. seem so happy for that. But then oh, at the same I, time, you have to be reasonable and rational, you know, and mm-hmm. it's about getting things, like we've done, sometimes we go to places and they have a mask mandate for the audience, and it's like, I'm just happy that everyone is out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. so it, like it is what it is. And, you know, like Henry, uh, you know, he wears his mask on the plane. I don't uh, again, it doesn't fit my face and it hurts my ears. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> See, Just be safe and that's do the best thing for you. I, I, I don't know what people's lives are like. I, I don't know the, the, the plane thing. I was cracking up because there was a guy on the plane and the flight attendant walked over to the guy. He's like. I need you to put your you mask put on. Yeah. Oh, and also, on. like when it was the thing, yeah. when it was like, yeah, I'm flying. Right. I'm, of course. Yeah, follow so, the law. So yeah. the, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, I'm not fucking dying on this hill. I'm not freaking <laughs> right. out. Right. Like, pick your battles. It's right. just, it, I also understand. I did, I did yell at a guy who kept pulling his mouth down, or he kept pulling his mask down to cough. <laughs> well, well, oh, oh my God. God. And I, so, I had okay. to say something. That's the thing, right? So with the mask stuff, and again, I know this is like, it's already very hacky. Right, right. But, Every time you notice someone would yell, right? They would always pull their mask down. Yes. And you're like, that is when, that's, that's why you need it. Why or because they're like, I can't hear you. Then be like, yeah. they pull it down, scream at you. Yeah. Like louder than they would have. Right, right. And it was just like, oh my God. Like it was just, it was just weird. The, the, this guy on the, so the flight attendant tells the guy to put your mask on mm-hmm. and then flight attendant and then this, this big old tattooed guy, you know, like in front of him turns around and he goes, it's all about control, man. I mean, I, control. Uh, and then the flight attendant's like, "All right, you need to put your seat up, your tray jack, your right, tray jack forward, put your seatbelt." He's like, "Yes, yes, I'll do." Yes, He's uh-huh, like, "So you'll do all those things, yeah, right, right, and you right. do, and you've been doing those your entire life." Right, but yeah. this one is like, no, this one's about mani- making you do stuff. <laughs> not not well, the window do. shade's got to be up. Right, you're going through TSA. He's got to take off his shoes. He's got to <laughs> take off his belt. He's got to put everything in. You get a full proctology exam going through TSA. Yeah, it's like, but that's fine. But I think that's not about control. But that's the job of people with our kind. Of brains, you see the you see some of the dumb shit that goes along yes, with any of right. you know mask or I'm sorry mass rule, and you're like, oh, it's just 
I got one thing. I one football thing, coaches were the worst at it. Every time they wanted to scream, they would just pull it. Uh, and basketball coaches were the right. same way. It yeah. was like they want to yell. Yeah, I gotta yell. <laughs> what are you when you're sitting for? there with your yeah. mouth closed, right. you're fine. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I, well, you know, and also like one thing I disagreed with people in the room that I do, I think me and Ben agree on is that the, I thought the lockdown thing was ridiculous in that. Like the only reason that we did a lockdown is because we couldn't trust kids, people, people. We couldn't trust people. Yeah, so like there was right. no reason mm-hmm. that there is a bar by me that, and I live by myself, and I don't, I think I lost my mind and I haven't gotten it back yet over COVID, and oh. I. Did I um I have pants on right okay so I mm-hmm. there was a bar right you there you have two pairs of pants that's the yeah. problem yeah. or is that the solution to my other okay Steve, you know, double bag I fantastic <laughs> I tell my tailor double bag it double <laughs> bag it <laughs> so uh, there's a bar there and there's no reason that that bartender who needed to make money and me who needed to be around people could have just been around and interacted with the other single guys and we could have done it but the only reason we right. didn't do that and is because of the people who worked at the nursing homes. We couldn't trust that they wouldn't go to the bar after work. <laughs> oh, that is the entire wow. reason. So it's like it, the lowest common denominator. If basically. they if they had just you know like you know they they they. they no, but there was no pots and pans for the people who worked at the retire. You know, there's no pots and pans for the flight attendants. There's no right. pots and pans for the you know people who were the nursing homes. The nursing homes, they're basically treating old people like they're burgers, flipping them every couple of minutes. <laughs> you <laughs> know, and <laughs> well, either way, it's nice that uh, you know uh, we've all we've all gotten through these years our own way, and I think all of us have kept our humanity. And I think, and, th- th- uh, and that's this, the most important thing. This this conversation we just had is an example. Of the type of conversations we'd have in the room where nice, it's like, right. you know, new, like I have this opinion, I have a little nuanced opinion. I agree with you, I don't agree with you, but it's still like all very productive and fine. And I think Bill gets he gets moved on opinions by right. the writers. He does, oh, I'm sure. Pitch stuff and be like, okay, I, you, you know, he's he, that's what's great about him. He's very like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's not like he's stubborn. It's just that you know, some people are like, oh, is he stubborn? He's like, no, he's got his ideas that he believes in, right. but he's he's he'll listen. And he's very right. good at like evidence based. He's yeah. He just wants the, he wants to see the evidence. Right. He's not going to take anyone's word for anything. Mm. And uh, even if it's something that supports something he already believes, he he won't even take that at face value. Mm. You know, he's like, I need, I don't right. want, I don't want to believe in something just because it fits what I right. already want to know. Well, that's the nice thing about political satire, right? It's a, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, right? Mm. Yes. It makes these topics that are very hard for people to understand more palatable. That's mm-hmm. a nice thing about political satire. Uh, you mentioned Patton Oswalt. I remember Patton Oswalt's story where he actually had met Bill Hicks and was trying mm. to be super edgy that night. So Bill Hicks would like notice him and Bill Hicks, you know, like Patton bombed and Bill Hicks took him aside and said, you got to walk them towards the edge. Right. Ah. A couple of fart jokes, a couple of dick jokes. And then you hit him with the hardcore political satire. And that's the nice thing about real time. That's what we try to do on this show. And it's just it it makes the Thanksgiving dinners a lot more. We try to be just like Bill Maher. We (laughs) say it every week. Every week, though, when we watch Bill Maher, though, Ben and I, if there's a joke we like, we will yell real loud to ourselves. Now that's. 
a veteran. <laughs> That's a veteran. As Nick. far as I'm concerned, you write the only good jokes on the show. Absolutely. There's uh, three jokes a show. It's, you it's, write great jokes, so, by the way. Everyone, uh, they, they, I get texts and people go, that joke was totally yours, right? And I've just... I, just I start saying yes. I just started saying yes. Yeah, yeah, why, not? Why, why not? Why not? Well, just let no. them be happy. Let to my be, aunt be to happy. To be fair, when you know? we watched it with you, Nick, yes. every time we heard a good joke, we would say, that's a bad rot, and then you would say... That was not mine. No, that, that, and then yeah, anytime yeah. there was a joke that bombed, we'd uh, Ben and I would not react, and then you'd look at us and be like, "That was actually one of mine." That was one of mine. I've never seen anything bomb on television ever as hard as when we were watching that show together. <laughs> it was all your jokes. Oh and I had God. one joke in, and it like it. It's, it's not even. It's not even that it bombed the audience. I don't think understood that a joke had just happened. Mm, yeah, right. Forget the joke. Why, it wasn't yeah. even recognized as a joke. Right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it was but, like, you know, it sounded like more setup. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but no, it's awesome, man. We're so proud of you. Mm-hmm. And congratulations on all Great your work, success man. and trying to bring everyone together. And, you well, know, thank you guys. I, I political satire. Yeah. It's so valid and it's so needed. And absolutely. Everything is just so intense right now. So. Right. Anyway. And disingenuous is the special. Disingenuous. Where is it? Amazon this, Prime? this special. If if you've hated everything I've said today, uh-huh. you're going to love the special. Oh, okay. <laughs> the special Fantastic. Is, the special is super bonkers and weird. It's not like a typical right. stand-up special. It's got like, I, I don't I don't know if this is a selling point of I'm pushing it, but there's like a weird time travel aspect to it. There's oh. like a multiverse oh. kind of thing. Oh, uh, I'm running around. <laughs> I always wanted to do like, I always love those uh, specials where like people would run around the city and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then uh, and then I just kind of did like a mockumentary that was the inspiration to it. So love it's, it's it. not like anything, even if you hate it, you go like, well, I, at least I haven't hated something in that way before. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you kind of hate. Yeah. yeah so uh, Amazon Prime, disingenuous. Absolutely. Yeah. The mom and Pop shop that is Amazon Prime. No. Check it out. Disingenuous. I wish I could put it anywhere the, else. No, it's fun. <laughs> it's what it is. We all, we're all in this. We're all victims of this. Is it on Nick on your website as well? NickVatterout.com? I think you can find a link to it there. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. It. And by the way, it's a movie. It is a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. We were talking beforehand. There's all these like there's all these aggregators now that <laughs> take a thing and make a billion. You found it on Barnes and Noble. I was like, Where's that? why is it on Barnes and Noble? I, it's just, your special. Someone just said it's on HelloFresh. Hello Fresh. Oh, yeah. Hello Fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my we'll leave a goodness. good review on Yelp about it for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening to this little conversation. We hope you enjoyed it. And to have conversations with people, mm-hmm. it, for the most part, it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And then if, if it's not so fun, uh, punch him in the knee. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.